Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Paul and Jordana and DJ and the Lieutenant Governor. So Peggy, cool. Peggy Flanagan in studio. Great to have you here, Lieutenant Governor. Thanks so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. We have much to discuss. <laughs> there is Ukraine. There are teacher strikes. There is much to discuss. But before we go any further, no. Lieutenant Governor. Did Paul Douglas come to your elementary school when you were a child to talk about weather? He did. Oh, my God, I'm dead. And uh, it was uh, it's a core childhood memory. Um, oh, yeah. you poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> really? We say this as a joke. Like Paul always says, oh, did I come to your kindergarten classroom? And people are like, yes, you did. Absolutely. So, do you remember what he what he talked was about? Was it the tornado talk? It was the severe weather talk. Okay. And so I was in Miss Gustafson's sixth grade class at Cedar Manor Elementary School in St. Louis Park. We were all very excited that you were going to be there. And I remember that you taught us um, what to do if we thought we were about to be struck by lightning. Oh, that's a nice so, um, I, That comes in handy I every mean, now and it's then. It's probably yeah. while I'm still alive today. Really? Um, so, Paul, thank you for your service. Love everything about that. <laughs> Lieutenant Governor. I'm I'm happy I could help. I'm I'm gratified, uh, mortified too. But, uh, no, but you've done well. She hasn't been struck by lightning. That's oh, right. See, it it worked. It worked. And like I know you were 15 years old when you came to my I class. Was. Yeah, I, yep. was, mm-hmm. I, I was. Yeah, I was. I looked like I was 15. <laughs> yes. Hey, can we talk a little bit about what you were doing today? Huntington Place, Brooklyn Park, hundred million dollar investment in safe and affordable housing. Yeah. What that would mean for Minnesotans? Talk about. The initiative for affordable housing. Sure. So in our budget to move Minnesota forward, Governor Walls and I have included uh, $100 billion uh, to go towards uh, safe and affordable housing, also making sure that our relatives experiencing homelessness um, uh, have additional support. We have to look at the full spectrum. But today was super exciting. We were at Huntington Place um, with an organization called Aon. They purchased Huntington Place. Um, and what it is is naturally occurring affordable housing housing. It was built in the 60s. Um, you know, some of the units are in disrepair, but they're affordable and they want to keep them affordable. And that's where we come in of making that investment. Uh, it means over 2000 units across the state could continue to be affordable. And this isn't just a Brooklyn Park issue or, a you know, Minneapolis issue. This is happening all across the state. So that $100 million, and this is the first time ever that an administration uh, has put forward $100 million for uh, naturally occurring affordable housing or NOAA 
as we call it. And we met with some of the residents there who are proud of where they live, of their community, um, of their home. And as someone who grew up on Section 8, um, you know, the apartment where we lived, it wasn't much, but it was our home. And that's safety and that stability. Uh, every family across Minnesota should feel that too. Couple of questions. When you say naturally occurring, that just means that many low-income folks happen to live in the same apartment building. Yes, okay. and so it's it's housing that's built in you know the fifties or sixties. It's affordable because it's older, and so just making sure that um, we're maintaining uh, the units there. Right now, Anne said I think at Huntington Place the average rent is about nine hundred and twenty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, which, as we know, uh, that that matters tremendously. 25% of the people who live there receive some kind of subsidy or support, uh, but they want to make sure that they're increasing uh, security, amenities, without pushing people out. Um, they want to stay in the neighborhood and, and in that community. Paul, I'm just going to ask a follow-up, oh, and then I ahead. promise we'll get to Ukraine. Um, but speaking of that, we obviously know we have a homeless problem here in Minnesota where we're seeing you know, these, these pop-up mm-hmm. uh, tent cities, which are very dangerous. Other than situations like this at Huntington, what is the administration planning? Is there something going on with downtown, uh, some empty buildings down here? What What's the plan? Sure. So I'm the co-chair um, of our uh, unsheltered housing uh, work uh, in, uh, in the state. And I can tell you um, that this has been an incredibly important issue, but the, the pandemic really exposed and exacerbated this issue for so many folks across the state. So we put forward um, a significant investment, hundreds of millions of dollars in emergency uh, services grants to shelter providers across the state who can hire additional staff, make sure that, especially during the heat of the pandemic, people could isolate if they needed to. That was an issue. We told people to stay home. If you don't have a home, that's a a problem. Um, But, you know, we're taking this really seriously, working with our partners in cities and counties across the state. Homelessness is everywhere. It just looks a little bit different depending on where you live. And so meeting the uh, immediate needs of folks who are in crisis, who are sleeping outside, and then making sure that we're giving them the support, the services, um, you know, for our, our uh, neighbors who are battling addiction, that we're giving them the support there. So we get people stably housed. We can keep them in that housing. And then eventually, you know, can start looking at, you know, improving home ownership, especially in communities of color where we know we have a significant, significant disparities in our state. Lieutenant Governor uh, Peggy Flanagan, thank you for joining us. Stick around. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we want to talk about how the state is supporting Ukraine what we are doing, what other Minnesotans can do to show their support, the latest on the pandemic. And I hear, is there a, there's an election, isn't there, later this year? <laughs> really? I haven't heard. I, I don't know anything I about I think that. so. I don't know if there's anything you can or will say, but we'll at least try uh, when we come back on CCO. <laughs> Paula Jordana, true story. When I, when I came to uh, Peggy Flanagan, uh, Lieutenant Governor yeah. Peggy Flanagan's mm-hmm. sixth grade Uh classroom. I think if I recall, uh, it may be brain fog, but I think I singled you out and said, you young lady are going to go far. You're going to do well. I got that right. That's exactly right. And you were like, you know, I know it's every little girl's dream to grow up to be the second most powerful person in the state of Minnesota. (laughs) And the seed was planted and here I am. Yes. (laughs) Very, very proud of you. Very proud of you. 
Uh, talk a little bit about Ukraine. I feel a sense of helplessness. Uh, I think many of us are donating money. It, it just it doesn't seem like enough watching this country that has democratic ideals, a sovereign, independent state that wants self-determination, democracy, the same things we have. Yeah. They want what we have. And to watch what they are going through, being overtaken, overrun by invaders, by Russia. Uh, what is the state of Minnesota doing today? What might we do in the future? And what can listeners do to be part of the solution to help our brothers and sisters in Ukraine? Certainly. And, you know, Paul, Jordana, I have um, felt that that same helplessness. And I think in many ways, um, as a mom of a nine-year-old, uh, I'm just watching uh, these these mothers just cling to their children um, uh, as the the attacks are occurring, and and so in in some ways, I'm glad that we can see the human face of this issue because it is encouraging us to act. So there's some things that we've done um, so far in in Minnesota. The governor and I have spent time with the Ukrainian community here. Um, it's pretty significant, and there is a large Ukrainian footprint. We are so blessed um, to have this community here. Uh, we met with leaders um, at St. Uh, Constantine's Catholic Church, um, have been able uh, to, to talk to folks about, um, you know, what is happening back in Ukraine with their um, uh, with the, the, the folks that they are in contact with. Um, and we've been trying to, to make sure that we have an executive order. And I want to make sure that I get the, the number right here, 2203, uh, which condemns Russian aggression against Ukraine and supports the people of Ukraine by uh, requiring that our state agencies terminate existing contracts with Russian entities and refraining from entering uh, into future uh, contracts with Russian entities. The other thing that we've done, the governor sent a, a letter to the legislature asking them to divest uh, from Russia. And I know that there is a bipartisan effort that is occurring now uh, to make sure uh, that that um, that that happens. And then I would just say, um, you know, we are very clear that Minnesota has a long legacy of welcoming refugees. It's just part of our DNA. It's part of who we are. And so, you know, we want to make sure that we're working with the State Department. We're working with the Biden administration um, to say that, you know, there's a strong community here. We're ready. Um, we, you know, we have been helping to settle Afghan refugees and we can open our hearts and our communities to our Ukrainian brothers and sisters, uh, who also need us. And there's lots of opportunities here, you know, Paul, as you mentioned, uh, to make sure that we are, uh, connecting with, you know, our Ukrainian cultural center here. There are, uh, in Northeast, you can get, pierogies and fish fries. And, you know, my husband and I just uh, went down to the church and, and got uh, pierogies for lunch the other day. It was packed. There was a line out the door because so many people want to help and you can donate those dollars too. Um, and, you know, I just personally have to say that a big part of, you know, what we have focused on and my family is focused on too, is just keeping the people of Ukraine in our prayers too. And, and I think that's powerful as well. Well, I'm glad to hear there are some sanctions and some divestment, uh, at least on the part of policymakers. Uh, we've also – we have adopted a family, Mark and Dasha Lawson, who listened to our show and texted us. And her sister is in Ukraine and her mother as well. And Paul reached out to Tina Smith's office to hopefully get them help, – help them get here. But the problem is these people don't have visas or passports because they weren't planning on traveling. Is there any way to cut through any kind of bureaucratic red tape on our end? You know, I think working with Senator Smith's office, Senator Klobuchar as well, um, I know that it's been hard for folks to get 
you know, to Poland to get uh, their their visas. And, um, you know, this just continues to to be, uh, you know, just really important for us to keep in communication with our um, federal delegation, letting them know how important it is that we have family all over the place. Um, uh, and, and I know that, um, you know, these stories, what we're hearing, I'm sure it has been gut-wrenching for you to hear about um, just how folks are struggling over there. Um, but we will continue to use our platform, um, you know, the, the power of the governor's office to push um, to do what we can for the people of Ukraine. Lieutenant Governor, I'm just curious, uh, COVID-19, the pandemic, seems things seem to be on a good track right now. With the uh, benefit of 2020 hindsight, and people have been second-guessing me for the better part of 45 <laughs> years with my career. Is there anything, and I'm sure you've had private conversations, maybe you're not at liberty to share with Governor Walls, but anything you would do differently, anything you've learned, anything, any good that can come of this terrible pandemic for the last two years? What, if anything, would you do different? I think, um, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, but we really tried to do the best that we could with the information that we had and with, you know, the, the, the data that we're getting, the, the science. Um, you know, we've been trying to, to follow that since the very beginning. We now have the tools needed to respond to COVID. And that means vaccines, boosters, uh, testing. And those were tools that we simply didn't have at the beginning. As someone who lost a sibling early on to COVID-19, um, that is the lens through which I've seen this entire pandemic. Um, and I know the people have experienced tremendous loss. Um, we have to keep being, you know, vigilant if we have another surge to take care of ourselves and take care of each other. But the good news is that we have the tools to do it. Sorry about your sibling. Sorry Thank about you. that. Um, just I know you have to go in one minute. Uh, you have some advice or for the Minneapolis teachers, the school board, the how, how can we solve this problem? So, you know, as a recovering Minneapolis uh, school board member, I can tell you that it is so clear to me um, how much passion and conviction uh, everyone has on both sides of this issue, and in particular for our young people. So we need our kiddos to be back in school. We also need to make sure that our teachers and ESPs, our paras who do this one-on-one or two-to-one work every day, are being compensated and that their work is being valued. So it's time to just stay at the table and get this done for our kids in Minneapolis. They deserve it. Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan, thanks for stopping by the studio. Wish you the best. Uh, Say hi to the governor for us. You got it. Thanks so much. Thank Thank you. you. Safe travels. Thank you. And this was being live streamed on the CCO Facebook and Twitter, and you'll see it again at P. Douglas Weather and at Jordana WCCO. We'll be right back. Do you have the new iOS update, 15.4? I I have 1.3. Should I be upgrading (laughs) my... I'm afraid to upgrade anything. A little behind the times there. Really? Okay, maybe I should upgrade. And David, are those updates the same for Android, or are they different? Like, do you get new emojis? Do I look like someone who uses emojis, Jordana? Just just wait till your girls are texting. Wait till your girls are old enough. You're going to be all over texting. I feel for you. I use that thumbs up emoji all the time, but (laughs) other than that, no. Uh, so that's what we're talking about today. That's our quiz. There have been 37 new emojis that have been rolled out with the new update at the 15.4 iOS. And some of them are, I mean, questionable. Like, what are we doing? And what would somebody need these? So today's quiz is, 
Is it a real emoji or did Jordana make it up? Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, this right. should be easy. <laughs> you would think. You would think it's it would Nothing be easy. Nothing is easy. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys, and you can play against each other. It's hard to talk about emojis on the radio because, you know, visuals, but whatever. Uh, half-melted smiley face. Did Jordana make up the half-melting smiley face, or is it a real emoji? I think that's I think that's true. I mean, for a hot day, if you're really sweating and you're melting down, to me, that one would make sense, especially for people living in Orlando and Atlanta and Scottsdale. I was thinking of more like the melting face, like from the Indiana Jones movie when he sees the Lost Ark for the first time and his whole face like disintegrates. But when would you use that in the real world when you're seeing a Lost Ark? Um, How many times have you seen a Lost Ark? How many times has your face literally melted off? Well, there were a couple of times last summer where I I think I took a couple of layers Uh, off. Yeah. (laughs) I also think it's real, though. It's real. Both of you got it. Took a long time which to one, get there. Which My one is it, though? God. Is it is it like a melting from heat, or what is it? It is not the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ugh. It is just the smiley face tilted on his side, and like the bottom of his chin is sort of slowly melting into the ground. So, so what? That's it, but he's not like schwitzing. Like he doesn't have like sweat beads. Oh, but it's again. I, I don't know what the purpose of this melting face would be, but to remind us that the planet is warming. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I think Jordana should have to use these in a text, like tell us what text you would send well, with that in there. And I guess that would be like if you're hot, right? I mean, yep. I, I guess that would be the only I one guess. that, that uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, pregnant man. Is a pregnant man emoji a real emoji or did Jordana make that up? I'm having trouble keeping up. Mm-hmm. Fake. I think it's fake too. It's real. What? I don't know why, because that's not something you see all the time. So why would you have to use that? But uh, there is a pregnant man emoji, and it's it's that's what it's intended to be, according to the emoji consortium. So I'm not I'm not appropriating gender or culture here. It's supposed to be a pregnant man. How would you use that in a text, Jordana? <laughs> that's where you've stumped me, my friend. I think you, you could have, use you could use it once. You <laughs> have stumped me absolutely. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, okay. Uh, a wow. troll is a troll a new emoji? And I'm not talking about like the movie with the cute little hair trolls. I'm talking about the troll that lives under the bridge that you have to oh. guess the riddle before you cross. A troll. I mean, there's so many trolls online. There are trolls are everywhere. And it, it wouldn't surprise me that with all the trolling that's going on, especially social media, that somebody came up with an emoji for that. So I'm going to go, yeah, that's real. No, that's totally fake. The troll is real. What? Yeah, and he's really ugly too. He's got like this giant bushy beard and like kind of a Poseidon trident, and he's he's really? a little scary. So wait, we get all these? If you have the iPhone, you've already and you upgraded. Yeah, you have. You've it. got all these. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. I have to look for this. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a twofer. Okay. Um, did I make these up or do these exist? A nest with actual eggs, and then a nest with no eggs, so <laughs> it's empty. <laughs> I'm talking about like a bird's nest. Are they real or did I make them up? Denester. Yeah, that's real. Uh, I think that's real. uh, I'm going to say no. It's real. And I could see the empty nester. You know, I could see where that would be real. But the nest with eggs, like, okay. I mean, how how much are we texting that? Why are we emojiing that? Yeah. So anyway. Um, Oh, disco ball. Is a disco ball real or is that just one Jordana wishes was real? As somebody who dated a disco instructor, I hope that one's Which real. Lori was that? No, this was not. Her name was Kim. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and she lived in Pittsburgh. All right. Taking notes. Yeah. I, I'm going to go real. Uh, no, that's fake. You made that up. The disco ball is real. Which ah. I'm really excited about. I'm, I'm totally I, – I use that one of the dancing, the disco dancing, but I'm totally using the disco ball. Is this like the quiz Paul gave where it was like true or false, but they were all true? It might be. <laughs> it might be. Because they're fun. Because you I didn't know, expect that. You're still bitter They're fun. That. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. now that I've said that, I might throw you a loop. Okay. A uh, COVID-19 vaccination card. Oh. Is that a real emoji or did you're trying to make that up? I'm going to go. I think that's fake because I think the emojis, they try to make them sort of timeless. Oh. They they make it something that's going to make sense today and next year and 10 years from now. And I think that's too timely. A vaccination? A COVID-19 no. vaccination card. You know, like your card that you get yeah. when you get a vaccine. Is that is that an emoji or did I make that up? It, it's not that hard. Paul. I think you made that up. I did make it up. See, David, they're not all okay, they're okay. not all real. I did absolutely make it up. Paul is kicking DJ's butt today. All right, so here's a fun yeah. one because I have I have. Wait, I got that one right. And then you just piggybacked on me. Okay. Oh. Um. Oh. A a blood transfusion <laughs> emoji. Are you kidding? A me? blood what? transfusion, like a blood donation or a blood trans, you know, like a bag with a hanging, a blood transfusion emoji. Is it real or is it fake? I'm gonna go. That's fake. Real. It's fake. Ah. But the, the reason I made that up is because I was inspired by the actual real emoji yeah. that is an x-ray. Oh. It's an x-ray of, of a chest, like a skeleton, yeah. uh, like a, but of, of an upper chest. Mm-hmm. So, again, uh, getting getting an x-ray to see if I have pneumonia, here's the emoji for it. I, I don't know when you would use that, but that's real. That, that's yeah, weird. that's real. Uh, let's see if I can do uh, one more. Mm. 
Uh, low battery emoji. Did that exist before now or is that new? Low I battery. Could, look, with all the battery issues that we have with our laptops, our toys, our screens, our phones, our gadgets, our headphones, yeah, I think that's real. Well, I think you gave it away. I think that existed before. It's new. What? It's new. I know. I was surprised too. And then there's another one. Can you guys explain this one to me? I, I didn't even know how to describe it. It's it's a, a face, so it's a, a face emoji, but it has a dotted line that is made up of the outside of the face. You know, like a yeah. Am I, am I describing that right here? Look, look at it, Paul. It's a dotted line face. That why would somebody like, use that? Is it emoji? a ghost? A ghost? No. It's transparent. It's called dotted line face, but I don't know why anybody would use this. We need what we need is an emoji expert to then translate how Maybe, we would use it. You them. know what we need? We need to put our phones down. Yes. Okay? All right, get off my lawn, you too. Well. There are some other really fun ones, you know, like uh, the hands making a heart symbol, like very Justin Bieber, biting lip is a little sexy. And then this is questionable. <clears throat> there are beans, like beans, like a, you know, like bra- black beans or brown beans. There, what there do you have beans. against beans? No, I, why would, well, again, is that what we're doing that we're saying, here's my Chipotle order, add beans? Like, I'm very pro-bean. thought that was a strange one. So that's it. I think you did okay. I wasn't keeping track. I think I beat David, how did you do? Paul killed me. But I want to know what the last emoji you used was. Ooh. What's the last emoji you sent? I don't know. Oh, sent? I mean, mine are... Or received, or I don't know. I always do like like the thumbs up or the heart, because those are the go-tos. You know what I end up doing is... Like when I send a text to you guys, you both have a uh, iPhone yeah. and you like, you react to it, right? You like it or you yeah. respond. You put which, a thumbs up. Yeah, but my Androids don't do that. So how does so it come up? It sends me another text that says, Jordana just thumbs up your text uh-huh. and I can't like yours. So that's what the thumbs up is for is I do that instead of the like, but it's super annoying. Apple is super annoying. because they Okay, maybe Android is annoying. No, because Android is playing with everybody and Apple's creating a new feature and then not sharing it with anybody. Can't we all just get along? I mean, really? Yeah, that would be an Does it matter? You, David. Does it really matter? <laughs> well, you guys did okay. So there's some new emojis out there. There's a glass of water that's pouring out liquid. There is what? an injection. There is a many, many multiracial handshakes, many different uh, colors of skin now because there's so many different colors of skin that you can choose from uh, that are shaking hands. There's a Hamza. The Middle Eastern hand with the evil eye in the middle. There's tons of new emojis. They're kind of fun. When you talked about beans, it it reminded me of something. You know what happens when, uh, what you call it, when when you pass gas and and there's no sound. You know what that's called? Silent but deadly. You're Putin. You can use that, and I hope it goes viral. I do. Nobody is not the actual that. Putin, but but calling it, yeah, you're Putin. Oh my god! Think about it. Mike Max is up next on CCO. Maxi Sports brought to you by the John Schuster Group at yep. Caldwell Banker Real Estate. The Wolves hosting the Lakers tonight, and Maxi, I and you probably know this. You you usually get there long before I do, but Cat. Monday night, 60 points against the Spurs and Greg Popovich. It happened on the same day two years ago that his parents were hospitalized with COVID. His mom, Jacqueline Cruz, died one month later. Mm. Kat said, I say this no matter what life throws at you, you can always come out of it stronger. So I'm I'm thinking that that 60 points, that was a tribute to, to his mom. 
I mean, it was, but I mean, things had to fall, right? They don't just hand you 60. You know, he got hot in the third quarter, but they were trying to defend him. So, I mean, it wasn't like he can just will himself to 60-point games in that league. If they want to take it away from you, they can take anything they want away from you. And then he they kind of shut him down in the fourth quarter. or He had 65 or 70 the way he was going. But, yeah, that was that was an awful time. Basketball had been shut down. Um, I remember that that Friday night they said that the Utah game got called off and everybody knew, because we were on pins and needles, that if one game gets called off, they're all getting called off. And they did. And spring training got disbanded. And, and everything just happened in 24 hours. You know, they're canceling the Masters. They're, all these things are happening. And then um, and then his mother and father both get uh, COVID. They were both very sick in the hospital. Uh, his father, his high school basketball coach, his mother, uh, obviously a big part of his life. And um, you heard they were hospitalized, but we were so new to this. We we weren't sure what that meant, you know, ventilators and this and that. And his dad came out of it and still travels and goes to a lot of games uh, and watches Carl play. Uh, Mom, unfortunately, did not. She was uh, anybody that was around them knows uh, she was the heart and soul of that uh, that family yeah. and uh, had a chance to spend some time with them. Uh, together when he first uh, came here doing some stories and uh, uh, she was um, she was it man he deferred to her and you could see the relationship how strong it was so mm-hmm. that was really the first glimpse into how serious this was I think for a lot of us when mm-hmm. we saw uh, that it took her life so sad yeah um, I'm we're downtown uh, here in the studio and it looks busy downtown what are you doing down there <laughs> Well, we thought we'd give it a shot. Like yeah. Come in. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of weird, though. Every, I, I go back periodically, and it's just kind of different, isn't it? Because there's, yeah. there's just not that It's many a different vibe. In the, yeah. yeah. In the building, you know? It's going to change, I think, as things warm up. And I, I go up to get a candy bar, and I think, well, if nobody's been in the building, how old are these candy bars? They're <laughs> old, my friend. <laughs> Good point. They, they're old. You might yes. chip a tooth. So, but, yeah. but, but what <laughs> my point is that a lot of people are downtown because, uh, you know, Wolves host the Lakers tonight. I mean, this is a hot ticket. Yeah, it's uh, it's a fun night because it's nice outside and uh, it's light, you know, till tip off, and it's been uh, you know fairly. It's been such a cold winter to walk over there with no skyway for people. It's just been uh, treacherous because it's been so down and cold. So many nights that they've played and it's dark and all those things. Uh, tonight that'll get lifted a little bit, and uh, yeah, they'll be the favorites against the Lakers. Lakers are struggling, and Michael Thompson on the day, and Pooh Richardson last night, and Michael calls their games. Of course, his son is Clay Thompson, uh, who plays for Golden State, and, and, and Michael said they they just they don't defend. The, the The Lakers are terrible on defense, he said, and it, and I don't know that they can fix it because we kept thinking they'd fix it and they still haven't fixed it. But he says they are easy to score on, and so the Wolves, who are offensive minded, will score a lot of points tonight. It's it's time for a new dynasty. The Lakers had their time. Be careful, it's, though, because then all of a sudden they get somebody to come out uh, and save yeah, the franchise yeah. again. LeBron did it. Shaq did I it. Know. I mean, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did it. You know, all of a sudden you think they're—and then they get that one key player and it changes yeah. everything. Uh, talk about the Wild. I, I noticed uh, Karl Kaprizov basically issuing a challenge to his teammates. I mean, he sounded pissed. He's like, guys, we got to get it together. Well, you do what you got to do right now. Dean Evison's even more upset, the head coach, and he said, you know, we're— we're trying everything and seeing if something sticks on the wall right now, basically. But he says, we're not sitting pat. We're not trying to do what we've done and expect results to be different. But um, they, they got to go. Well, first of all, uh, Kaprizov and his offensive-minded forwards have been just okay, uh, not great. And and so that's a part of it. Uh, part of the reason that they've been just okay is they've been on their heels so much. Uh, and, and then goaltending has let them down you know, game after game. And, and some of that's the blue line, but some of it's goal, flat out, you got to make saves. So um, 
they're up against it. Boston has a good team too. Boston comes in here, they uh, you know good record, strong out of the East. Don't see them very often. All those things. So this will be a, a big test for them tonight, especially since there are people that uh, Bill Guerin, I'm sure, is making decisions on with the trade deadline coming up. Specifically, does he have to go out and get a goalie? And, and that assessment is almost on a period by period basis right now. Wow. Okay. And super exciting that the Twins' first preseason game tomorrow at noon on WCC. Yep. Right here, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. fun. First pitch about noon, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go down there on Sunday night and be down there next week. But, um, uh, they, yeah, I mean, it's not much of a warm-up. I mean, they've been in camp for three days and they're playing a game. So I hope these pitchers threw a lot in the off season to get ready for the uh, – uh, game, but they, they've got to condense everything, so they just want to get these guys tracking the ball, seeing big league pitching, all those things. They're not too concerned about the results tomorrow. Uh, they're more concerned about uh, getting guys at bats and getting them comfortable out there as quick as they can, but this is a this is a cram session for the final, as we used to say in the old college days. Yeah. Max, are you doing okay? Everything doing okay? Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, tired, just okay. Yeah, I hey. did the 9 to noon today, and that always throws my body yeah. off, you know? <laughs> hey. Uh, real quick, do you think Minneapolis should shovel sidewalks? Yes. Or should people, residents, well, continue to shovel, take responsibility? Are, are you talking about residential areas or commercial areas? Residential areas. I, I think that, well, I mean, I think residents should, where residents live, residents should shovel because I have to. Yeah. <laughs> At least I'm supposed to. Um, yeah, you're supposed to. <laughs> oh, really? Hey, I told you it would melt, and it melted yeah. this weekend, so I'm not worried about it. I saw about your it, mom you know? out there shoveling. Yeah, yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Got her that new shovel for Christmas, and it works just fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she loves that shovel. <laughs> she loves it, man. <laughs> you're both awful. We love you, Mikey. You guys, too. Have a great night. Bye. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're both awful. <laughs> and she does. It's you're good exercise. awful. Reaction with how President Zelensky and his thoughts are today to Congress next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.